0: good morning and welcome to the Marcus today pre-market podcast my name is Henry Jennings it is Wednesday the 18th of October and as always with all the information contained in this podcast it is general advice only so please do your own research contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts ideas or insights in this podcast all right well let's kick things off With the scores on the doors and a pretty flat night in the U.S. last night. Dow Jones closing up a measly 13 points or 0.04%. 33,998, so close to 34,000. We had a high of 100 and a low of 130 down. So a near 300 point trading range last night. The Nasdaq down 34 points or 0.25% at 13,534, and the S&P 500 in the middle for diddle, actually unchanged, 4,373. The VIX volatility index, though, picked up 3.9%, 17.88. We have got SPY Futures showing a up 20 for the day at 8.30 when they close overnight, up 0.28 of a percent. We did see resources doing okay yesterday, iron ore especially, and the banks also doing well yesterday. Uh, both of those were doing OK. The resources up around 0.6 and the banks up around 0.7 of a percent. But of course, it is a U.S. reporting season at the moment. And that certainly was kicked off last night. We did get some numbers out of Goldman Sachs. Uh, they fell 1.6 percent. The big news there is that uh, their CEO is retiring from DJing in public Of course, uh, he is infamous, I guess, that he is a DJ and uh, quite an accomplished DJ as well. But uh, Goldman Sachs numbers out last night. All jokes aside, uh, the Goldman Sachs uh, numbers last night were a little bit disappointing. They came in with earnings of $5.47 a share. $11.82 Eleven point eight two billion dollars in revenue for the third quarter. Uh, five point three one, five dollars thirty one for the earnings per share. Uh, although that figure not comparable, and the consensus for uh, the revenue estimate was eleven point one nine billion. So in theory, a little bit better than anticipated, but the market. Uh, Didn't particularly like them, didn't particularly hate them either, down 1.6% there. The big news last night in the US uh, was we did get some retail sales numbers and yet again showing that uh, the US consumer is still out and spending uh, despite all these rate rises that we have seen in recent times. The number was hotter than expected, retail sales rising 0.7% in September which was well above the 0.3% that the analysts were going for. Excluding cars, sales were up 0.6%, which was well ahead of forecasts of just 0.2%. This, of course, had the effect of pushing bond yields much, much higher. Again, US 10 years, 4.838, up 14 basis points. US two years, 5.216 up 11.7 basis points. Aussie 10 years, up to 4.631. So we have seen, once again, another shift in bond yields as that bond market sell-off continues. It seems that the flight to quality, the flight to safety, uh, has not lasted that long, and we're back on that old trajectory of higher and higher bond yields. Uh, We do see um, Bank of America also uh, up with their results last night. They're up over 2%, 2.3%, better than expected report. And Bank of New York Mellon was up nearly 4% after it beat analyst forecasts for the quarter. But we did see chip stocks in the US under some pressure. Nvidia down 4.7% on the US, um, banning exports of some chips, uh, the AI chips, to China. So that uh, certainly put the, uh, the kibosh on in NVIDIA in the short term. It plans to tighten restrictions of sales of advanced AI chips to China. Looking at European markets, they were pretty positive, but only just. FTSE up 0.6, the stock 600 down 0.1, Germany up 0.1, France up 0.1. Looking at US stocks, we've talked NVIDIA and we have talked Goldman Sachs, but AMD catching a bit of NVIDIA negativity down 1.2%. Netflix down 1.4%, their numbers to come. Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, up 0.9%. Tesla as well, numbers are due very shortly in those. Amazon down 0.8%. Alphabet Spaghetti up 0.4%. And we did see other banks in the US. Morgan Stanley up 2%. Citigroup up 0.6%. UBS in Europe up 0.5%. Deutsche down 0.6%. Barclays up 1%. CBA in overseas trade up 0.6 percent And ResMed continue to find some stability up 04 of a percent. But it was all about the retail sales. It was all about the bond market last night in the US. Our spy futures up 20 points. So we will see how things unfold. But it is AGM and production reports and lots happening in Australia today. Looking at commodities though, Brent crude slightly firmer. Uh, 0.26% higher, 23 cents, 90.37. We have WTI up 58 cents, at 87.44. That was up 0.67% gold, only slightly higher, but at least it was uh, positive, up $2.80, 0.14% higher to $1,922.30. Platinum up half a percent. In base metals, copper pretty much unchanged. Nickel up 0.1. Aluminium down 0.1. Zinc down 0.9. Lead up 0.8 and tonne up 0.2. Iron ore pretty much unchanged, but we did see a little bit of uh, buying yesterday in Asian trade in iron ore. Lithium also having a little bit of a bounce, according to our numbers, up 3.6%. Looking at commodity stocks overseas, Rio up 0.4% after those production report yesterday. We also had... BHP up 1% in ADR terms. That's American Depository Receipts. Freeport, McMoran up 1.8%. Vale up 0.8%. Albemarle up 1%. And we did see a little bit of uh, buying in some of the other lithium stocks overseas. Piedmont up 4.4%. Livent up 1.1%. And Sigma up 08 Oil and gas stocks slightly better. Shell up 08 Chevron and Exxon up 1.3%. Plenty going on today. We do have two. Not one, but two RBA speeches this morning. And we also get Chinese data, GDP, retail sales and industrial output. That will come out at one o'clock. Michelle Bullock, the uh, new RBA governor, is speaking at the AFSA annual summit panel at 9.30. And then Penelope Smith, head of international department at uh, the RBA, also is speaking at an Australian investment conference. At 10:40, We also get Westpac's leading index for September, that's out at 10.30, and uh, TD Securities is expecting China's GDP growth in Q3 to print in line with consensus of 4.5% year-on-year, where well, you would hardly expect anything different there, would you, in terms of the Chinese GDP number. Uh, there is obviously significant events happening still in the Middle East, um, but we do have some news out this morning. Uh, from BHP, says it's on track to deliver full year and production guidance according to its latest quarterly update. Total iron ore production dropped 3% to 63 million tonnes. Guidance for FY24 is unchanged. LNG unions have called off a strike with Chevron. Uh, That should help Woodside. There certainly was a little bit of a a hangover from potential strikes on the northwest shelf there, so that may uh, help uh, the oil and gas stock Woodside today. Also news out today that Starboard, which is an American investor activist, which has built a large position in Corp, wants the Murdoch family media giant to separate its real estate business in Australia. It wants it to sell its 61% stake in REA, which could unlock, according to them, $7 billion US in shareholder value. We shall see. And uh, also today, uh, we've had the Bank of America survey out as well. Uh, that came out um and I've got more on that in Henry's take today. Looking at uh, other things out this morning, let's run through a few of them. Uh, BHP production numbers, the big one, I guess, uh, that is out this morning. And we have uh, seen also an announcement that Whitehaven is going to acquire BHP's Downier and Blackwater coal mines not particularly good news i suspect for whitehaven people were not particularly enamored with that particular move but we do have uh, bhp q1 production numbers out uh, they don't look too startling copper 457,000 tons the market was going for 452.8 iron ore 63.2 the market was going for 65.2 and uh, everything else looks relatively okay and uh, if slightly a little bit better. Nothing to really worry. The horses is there. The cold news, probably the most important thing. Satire out this morning as well. Uh, Q1 revenue, $127.1 million, which is up 92% from a year ago, 66.1. Gross revenue uh, from repeat customers, up 59% from a year ago, 56%. Average order value, $731. A year ago it was 719 They have said the demanding environment remains healthy the demand environment rather remains healthy and our focused execution is reflected in the robust quarterly performance and our momentum early in Q2 so that looks a pretty good number from them um, we also have Evolution out this morning reporting Mungari and Cowell drill results including 0.45 metres uh, grading 134.8 grams of gold that's a pretty good hit uh, we have news out in the REIT sector as well today. Mervac to acquire Serenitus in partnership with Pacific Equity Partners and Capital, Tasman Capital Partners for $1.01 billion. Um, We have uh, Galileo Mining reporting drilling results from the Norseman project, including 52 metres at 0.29 grams a tonne. Um, not such good numbers from them uh, but that's not uh, gold, that is a mixture of uh, polymetallic uh, hits. Um, Evolution, that gold production number, 158.3,000 tonnes. market was going for 179,000 uh, ounces, rather. And uh, we have Fortescue. He says there's now more confident about achieving 2030 target as decarbonisation gathers momentum. Reject Shops has issued a year-to-date, that's the first 15 weeks of trading update, At its AGM uh, says uh, comparable sales growth higher year on year and tracking in line with expectations. Red 5 has reported Q1 all in sustaining costs of $16.96 Aussie an ounce and it maintains FY guidance. Production top end of 195 to 215,000 ounces. And Dacian and the Genesis minerals. Uh, That looks like it's pretty much a done deal. Now, Genesis has 92.3% of uh, Dacian as Kin Mining has accepted the offer. Tyro Payments has published a presentation for today's Investor Day. So have a look at that if you're interested in Tyro. Deep Yellow out as well with their quarterly. Paladin has increased its interest in Michelin Project to 100% from 75%. MMA Offshore has been awarded a contract to be worth around 30 million bucks by the Australian Department of Defence. So, some news out there for MMA. AKE upgraded to buy from Neutral at Bank of America. Target decreased, however, to $15.40 from $17.70. Still gives it 32% upside as well. From current prices. Rio Tinto upgraded to outperform from underperform at CLSA. Target increased to 126.5 from 124. There, Hub 24, some numbers out yesterday, funds under administration. Uh, They have been downgraded to market weight from overweight at Wilson's. Target cuts to $33.66 from $34.81. And that is about it so far. In theory, we should get Lion Town back today. Uh, that was according to their trading halt, which was announced on Monday. However, uh, it, no announcements on the funding package or the equity raise have been seen as yet. So maybe that uh, trading halt will be extended a little longer. Well, that's it from me. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods be with you.